It was a tough night for Blue Jackets and Blue Jackets prospects last night as Columbus lost 4-1 to the Philadelphia Flyers and top Columbus Blue Jackets prospect Kent Johnson's career in college is seemingly over as they lose to Denver in the semifinal of the men's Frozen Four. But what does that mean for his future as a Blue Jacket? We're going to talk about that and all things Philadelphia coming up today on Locked on Blue Jackets. Locked on Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster, and uh, thank you for making me your first listen or your first watch of the day. Locked On Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms and also on YouTube. So uh, if you are not watching, then uh, maybe you should be because you can see me talk with my hands and move around and also the cool paintings that I have behind me. But uh, today we are going to be talking about the loss to Philadelphia, the return of Cam Atkinson to Nationwide Arena. And we're also going to check in with a Blue Jackets prospect as uh, Ken Johnson and his team were eliminated from the Frozen Four last night, losing uh, 3-2 in overtime to the University of Denver. So uh, tough night for all things Blue Jackets. Honestly, uh, losing to Philadelphia, tough. Welcoming back Cam Atkinson, really great to see him. Obviously, big, big part of the team here. Second in basically every category that there is, apart from hat tricks, which he is first in. Uh, we're going to talk about that in a minute. And uh, for the first time ever, I am bummed that the University of Michigan lost a game. So uh, we'll start off with the with the Flyers, because we might as well. Uh, Blue Jackets lose 4-1 to one, uh, just after a... Fantastic performance on uh, Wednesday night or Tuesday night, I think, uh, where they beat them four to two. Elvis made like forty-seven saves or something crazy. Uh, not as good last night, like I said. Flyers uh, just came more prepared. I think uh, it started off. It started off great. It started off. Everyone was having fun. Eric Robinson scored a shorthanded goal immediately after the Cam Atkinson tribute video, which I thought was very appropriate, considering Cam Atkinson is the original shorty who scores shorties. Uh, Eric Robinson is not a shorty, but he does love to score shorties. That's his ninth of the season. Vladislav Gavrikov creeping up on 30 assists, which, again, I can't overstate this. For a, a guy like Vladislav Gavrikov, like 30 assists, I'm I'm pretty happy with that offensive output from him. Uh, and then it kind of goes downhill uh in the second period kevin connaughton who yeah i didn't know he was still in the nhl either uh former blue jackets scores his first goal of the season in april the blue jackets let it happen because they keep doing this uh unassisted just uh, okay in fairness it was a weird weird goal um or no it was weird right up until kevin connaughton got the puck and then he just sniped it but Blue Jackets, or I think a flyer, rimmed the puck around the boards and uh, Jake Bean was in perfect position to collect it and uh, it hit the dasher. Sometimes it just kind of bounces weird like that, went through his legs straight to a flyer. 
Bean tried to recover, but uh, Connaughton didn't really waste any time. Put it straight past Elvis, and uh, game is game is tied. And again, the Blue Jackets have allowed someone to score their first goal of the season, and it's not the former Blue Jacket that anyone was expecting. But there it is, anyway. Uh, not long after that, Owen Tippett scores to make it two to one Philadelphia, and that's kind of the moment where I started to have a. Uh, a bad feeling about this game. Um, Owen Tippett's eighth, Owen Tippett's eighth of the season, and then Noah Cates scores his second of the season. I feel like Noah Cates scored his first of the season against the Blue Jackets as well, which again seems seems appropriate. He only scores against blue teams, so that seems fine. Uh, and then everyone's favorite pest, Travis Konechny, scores to make it four to one in the third period, and that's kind of. That's game. Uh, the Blue Jackets, they tried, I guess. Uh, they got outshot by the Flyers. They got out face off by the Flyers. The penalty kill was really good. Uh, they killed off all four Philadelphia power plays. They didn't score in any of their own power plays, but that's kind of what I expect at the minute, honestly. Uh, in terms of shot differential, they, they got outshot every period, but they kept it pretty even. Uh, it was 31-27 to the Flyers by the end, but the, and the Blue Jackets didn't do that thing where they kind of give up in the third period and have, like, four shots on goal. Uh, the shots on goal in the third period were uh, 10 to Philadelphia and 8 to Columbus, which honestly is better than I expected, considering they typically, uh, like I say, they do the thing where if they're down by a couple of goals, they uh, either they either turn it on and outshoot the other team like two to one, or they give up and get outshot like three to one. Uh, and they didn't do either of those things. They didn't score, but it was a much more even period than I expected. Um, I still maintain that Elvis Mosleykins is not 100%. Uh, he was very good on Tuesday night. Like I said, 47 saves. He was not as good tonight. Uh, he made 27 of 31 saves which is uh an 871 save percentage which is not not good enough honestly uh, i don't necessarily think he's to blame again like it's i would be very very surprised if we get to the end of the season and they don't announce that he's having some kind of surgery or that he's been dealing with some kind of injury like he's i don't know he's just not moving right there's something there's something like up with somewhere in his lower body uh and i don't i can't say anything like more pinpoint than that but that's that's the feeling that i'm getting like it might be a hip it might be his lower back i don't know but it's uh it might be his groin but it's something is not right um and you could see and i understand the the argument that brad larson made the other day when he talked about how Elvis needs to be prepared for when these games do matter and that he gets played a lot down the stretch. But also, I just, I feel like playing a goalie that's hurt is a bad idea. But I don't know, they don't pay me to, well, do anything, but especially not make decisions about goaltending. So uh, I guess we'll just kind of see how he does. Uh, I assume he's going to play in Detroit. I assume he's going to play the rest of the season, honestly. Uh, Brube might get to play against Montreal. But the Blue Jackets are done with 
Oh, no, they're not done with back-to-backs. They're playing LA and Anaheim in a couple of weeks, and then they've got Tampa Bay and Pittsburgh as the final two games of the season back-to-back. So we might see Barube. I highly doubt it. Um, he might get two games in there. Uh, which like I said, I've got one, two, I've got ten games left. Uh, if Musley can start less than eight of them, I will be extremely, extremely surprised. Uh, but that's enough ranting about goaltending uh because if i start then i will be here literally all day uh in a minute we're going to talk about cam atkinson uh the impact he had on columbus his return to nationwide and uh, what that seemed to mean for a ton of the fans but first i've got to tell you about built bar because if you don't know what built bar is by now let me tell you it is a protein bar that tastes exactly like a candy bar. They are delicious. They are nutritious. The thing about Built Bars is that they work out how to make them taste good first, and then they make it healthy for you instead of making it the other way around. And you can really tell because, you know, you get these protein bars from a gas station, and they taste waxy or chalky, and the mint tastes like toothpaste. The peanut butter doesn't taste like peanut butter. All of the Built Bars taste exactly like they're supposed to. Uh, and if you haven't tried the Built Puffs, you are missing out on one of Built Bar's best tasting bars. They are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They are fluffy. They are soft. They are they're a treat. They're covered in 100% real chocolate. Uh, they're my favorites. They've got incredible flavors, churro, banana cream pie, and they've just released a brownie batter Built Puff, which honestly sounds good as hell. So uh, here's the best bit about Built Bar. If you go to Built.com, you can use promo code LOCKED15, that is L-O-C-K-E-D-15, and get 15% off your order. Once again, that is promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Welcome back to Locked on Blue Jackets. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day or your first watch of the day, depending on which platform you are using. But if you are watching or listening, I appreciate you. It doesn't matter which one, you are all my favorites. Uh, and speaking of favourites, let's talk about Cam Atkinson. Uh, I was going to have his jersey hanging up behind me, and then I forgot before I'd hit the record button. So uh, instead, you will have to deal with my very boring backdrop. Uh, Cam Atkinson, one of arguably one of the best players to ever wear a Blue Jackets jersey. He is second in basically every offensive metric. Uh, he's second to Rick Nash, by the way, who... Obviously, just got his jersey retired, so that kind of tells you what kind of player Cam is. Uh, it probably tells you a little bit about what kind of team the Blue Jackets are as well. Uh, the Blue Jackets were real bad for a real long time, but Cam Atkinson is second in uh, goals, points, assists, games played. Uh, he's second in game-winning goals. He's first in hat-tricks. He has six hat-tricks with the Blue Jackets, uh, and we miss him. Uh, I think it's... And, you know, I've talked a lot about the the Voracek trade before and how good it was for the team. And I do genuinely think that this was a fantastic move for both teams. Cam Atkinson is leading the Flyers in goals. Voracek is uh, leading the Blue Jackets in assists, last I checked. He is. He has forty-six. He has fifty-one points and forty-six of them are assists. Like that's. It basically he is exactly as advertised. Uh, Cam Atkinson, I think, is on twenty-four or twenty-five goals for the Flyers. So you know, again, exactly as advertised. Uh, it was a trade that worked out for both teams. Um, at some point in the offseason, I'm going to sit down with the guys over at Locked On Flyers and we'll really break down. You know 
how that trade went about and what we think of it, you know, after a, a whole season of, of these players. Um, but Cam Atkinson was one of my favourite Blue Jackets for a really long time. I have his jersey. Uh, I have the All-Star jersey from when he went to the All-Star game in San Jose. Uh, you know, he... And he was a really good Blue Jacket. He clearly loves the city a lot. That's a, he talks about, you know, uh, there was a really good bit in uh, an athletic article, I think by Aaron Portsline, where Cam Atkinson talked about how that when he got traded, they sold the house in Upper Arlington. And then like three months later, it went on the market again and they just bought it back. Uh, so I think, you know, he's going to be spending the off season in Columbus. I imagine uh, he said he plans to retire here. He's got a hockey academy here. Um, his Battery Hockey Academy, uh, which has really kind of been a staple of Columbus Youth Hockey for a couple of seasons now. Um, he's just, it's really, he's really important to the city of Columbus. Uh, the city of Columbus is really important to him. And uh, it was nice to, it was nice to see him back. It was a really nice video tribute. Uh, I, I miss him. Uh, I think the team misses him. Obviously, again, glad that we have Voracek. I think Voracek has been fantastic in terms of developing or not developing, but I think he has been a real difference maker in kind of the season that Boone Jenner had before he uh, got shut down with a back injury. He has been a real revelation to play on the wing with Patrick Laine. I think that's been a real match made in heaven. Um, and beyond that, it's... Uh, I just think Voracek is a is a much better fit for how the team is put together at the minute, um, and that's no disrespect to Cam Atkinson, but that's it's just it's how it is. But there is still I think there's always going to be a part of me. There's always going to be a part of a lot of Blue Jackets fans that wanted him to be a Blue Jacket forever, wanted him to retire here, uh, you know. But it's so rare for teams to keep a player for their entire career. I mean, the Flyers just traded Claude Giroux you know um and so it'll be it was nice to see him back i'm very glad that he didn't score a hat trick i was prepared for that the entire game uh but i think it, it's it's like seeing an ex that you broke up with on good terms you know you're happy that they're happy but also you're kind of happy with how your life is now i think is uh and that's kind of how i'm looking at it um speaking of breakups i guess uh Ken Johnson, we're going to talk about in a minute and uh, what he's going to do now that his college season is over. That's coming up next. But first, I've got to tell you about Bet Online because it is the number one source for all your betting needs and sports information. They've got the Masters Championships on there. Obviously, Tiger Woods had a really great day yesterday. Uh, he golfed one under par. See, I know sports that aren't hockey uh you can find all of the latest sports developments odds podcasts and reviews for all the different leagues this season we're talking baseball obviously baseball had opening night last night uh they've got basketball the playoffs are starting soon they've got hockey obviously playoffs are starting soon they've got ufc they've got boxing they've got vegas casino games they've got basically any sport and esport you can imagine BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. So head to the website today, betonline.net, or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action, because BetOnline is where the game starts. So let's talk Ken Johnson, because uh, 
his his college season is is over. Like I said at the at the top of the show, the University of Michigan Wolverines lost to the uh, Denver University Pioneers last night, three to two in overtime. I predicted a four three overtime win for Michigan, so I feel like I should get partial credit for uh, predicting the overtime. But also, I'd forgotten. I was not prepared for uh, quote unquote playoff overtime. Uh, I am out of practice at, at this, and so it was an incredibly stressful game to watch, but also really really fun. Uh, I thought Ken Johnson had a really quietly solid game. Uh, he had moments where, you know, he just kind of, it looked like he was inches away from changing the course of the game. Uh, I think he would have liked to have been on the score sheet. I think uh, he's disappointed with how, how his game went, but I don't necessarily think he played badly. Um, but... The, the thing is, his college season is over now, and uh, there's a lot of talk about what he's going to do. I was talking to draft uh, prospect expert Tony Ferrari, uh, who has been on the show to talk Shane Wright, Brad Lambert, etc. Um, we'll have him on again at some point to talk more prospects, because Blue Jackets are probably going to be picking two twice in the top 15. So gotta got to get those prospect profiles done. Um, but I was talking to him, and he said that he would actually recommend... That Johnson goes back to Michigan for another year to be like the guy there. Um, you know, Matty Benares is probably signing with Seattle at some point next week. Owen Power, I assume, is going to Buffalo some point next week. Uh, Luke Hughes, I think, is staying in uh, in Michigan. Uh, who else is is was drafted in the first round? Uh, Sam uh, Mackie Samaskovich was uh, had a, a pretty good game, I thought. He will likely be staying. Uh, Thomas Bordelow will probably be going to San Jose. So it's going to be a very different Michigan squad. And I think Ken Johnson could have really benefited from being the the guy. Um, on the flip side, potentially there is nothing else he could get from being in college. Um, I think he is leaning towards going pro basically immediately, um, which would be fun. I think the, the thing about the Blue Jacket season thus far, or the thing about the the... The rest of the season, the ten games that are left, um, it's pointless. Like these, these games mean nothing beyond draft position. So why not sign Ken Johnson, get him in a few games, see what you've got, you know, have some fun with it, stick him on a line with, oh god, I don't know, uh, Cole Sillinger and Oliver Bjorkstrand, and just watch them go. You know, I think. It could be, uh, it's not going to be like a, a Zach Wierenski thing where he signed, I believe, an AHL-only contract, and then obviously they went and won the Calder Cup. Monsters aren't making the playoffs this season. We talked about that earlier this week with Dean Weinheimer, but I still think there is value in adding Ken Johnson to this team at this point in the season, because what else are they going to do? Like, I don't think it benefits him necessarily to stay in uh, in college for another year. I think the Wolverines are going to be... Not bad next year, but I don't think they're going to be the powerhouse that they were um, this year. So, yeah, there is benefit to being, like, the best guy on a, on a team of pretty good guys. But I think he wants to go pro. I think he's excited to, to do it. I don't think he's going to want to stay at Michigan and watch, you know, all of the other first-round picks disappear off to their various NHL teams. Uh, Brandon Brisson is probably going to go to... Vegas, um, and Eric Portillo, I assume, is signing with the Buffalo Sabres. God rest his soul. Um, you know, it's it's going to be a very much a case of, well, all my friends are gone, so there's nothing really keeping me here. And so I would be, if we do not get 
a Ked Johnson contract by this time next week, I will be very, very surprised. I was talking with a couple of friends saying that it would be fun if he signed literally today and then played uh, this weekend. I think that the, there is a game tomorrow, Saturday, uh, and I think it would be extremely funny if he signed to play against Detroit uh, in Detroit immediately after finishing his University of Michigan career. I just think that would be that would be funny. I don't know that the paperwork will get pushed through in time. I don't know. I mean, it might surprise me. I might finish recording and then find out that it's happened. But uh, I'm excited to see Ken Johnson in a blue jacket sweater. I, I think I think it'll be, like I said, it'll be, it'll be fun. Like, th- at this point, what do the blue jackets have to lose? I think th- the benefit is, okay, let's... Let's see what this kid's got, um, you know, and then they have these games to really kind of analyze him at the NHL level. And then they can go into the summer being like, right, here is what you need to improve on. This is what we want you to do. This is your new training program. Um, you know, I don't think he needs any work on his hands. He's got incredible hands. His skating needs a little bit of work, I think. Um, and he also needs to learn a little bit of... Um, Discipline with the puck, I think, or um, he needs to learn when to pass because I don't think he's a bad passer. I think he's an incredibly good passer, but sometimes he hangs onto the puck just a little too long. Um, and I think that's something the Blue Jackets will need to like beat out of him. Uh, not like with a stick or anything, just like beat it out of him. Um, so I think these 10 games or however many games, eight, nine, however many he plays when he finally signs, um, will give the Blue Jackets a lot of tape to work with in terms of looking sitting down and saying okay improve here here and here come back and we want to see an improvement in training camp and so i think because you know i've seen a lot of of complaints about well why would you burn an entry-level contract with nine games left in the season and i think it's because the movie can get a head start on really taking control of his development um and i think you know the, the university of michigan is one of the best college programs in the country for good reason. I think their their training, their development is really good. Obviously, you know, players have taken leaps and bounds in that program. Um, But I think the Blue Jackets want to get their hands on him instead of just kind of having to watch what the college is doing. They can sit, they can again, look down and say, they can sit down with him and play video with him and be like, look, you've done, you did this, do this instead. You've done this, you do this instead. Uh, Work out, with these exercises on these days, eat this, eat that, and really kind of jumpstart the uh, the pro career. And then he's got an entire summer. And then hopefully he turns up at training camp, goes to Traverse City, and just bullies all of the other teams. Uh, that's that's what I'm excited for. Um, so hopefully we see him sooner rather than later. Uh, we'll probably do an episode next week on, on Ken Johnson and how his season has gone. We'll talk to a prospect person. Uh, who will know much more than I do about how his season has gone because they will have seen many more games than I have. But uh, that's kind of all from me today. Uh, tomorrow, we're going to do a special weekend episode. I've got another draft profile with uh, Sam McGilligan. We are going to be looking at uh, Joachim uh, Kamel, who is a Finnish player that's getting a lot of comparison and a lot of uh, talk to do with Brad Lambert. And so we're kind of going to get into that and really... Who is the better player? Who is the not overrated, but, you know, who is getting credit for things that he maybe shouldn't necessarily get credit for? Um, 
And we're going to kind of do a little bit of a comparison between the two players. So that's kind of coming up tomorrow on Locked on Blue Jackets. I have been Jay Foster. You can find me on Twitter at underscore Jacob Foster, J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. You can find this podcast at L-O underscore Blue Jackets. You can find us on YouTube. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, We are on Spotify, Apple, Podbean, Stitcher, Odyssey, wherever, literally wherever you get your podcasts. We're on Audible, which is wild. if you have a comments, questions, criticisms, probably do a mailbag at some point next week. Uh, email me at lockedonbluejackets at gmail.com. And uh, thank you once again for making me your first watch or your first listen of the day. Enjoy your weekend and uh, make sure you stay locked on.